Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am your host, Joe Oltman. Max is actually out for the morning, but he'll be back on tonight. Uh, we have a couple of blockbuster things to talk about it, but we're going to, we have a blockbuster guest and we have a couple of blockbuster things to talk about. Um, we have Lee Dundas with us today. Mr. Producer, she's working on some pretty incredible things. Yes, she is. We've got some big news. There's a lot of big things going on in our country. Uh, yeah. Huge, huge, to use, a, to use a term that I like. So Lee has been traveling around to and going and speaking to people across the country about vaccine mandates and just the ability, the right to choose. She is an attorney, a human rights attorney, an abolitionist dedicated to preserving basic freedoms. And boy, she uh, packs a powerful punch. Let's go ahead and bring in Lee Dundas. Lee, are you with us? I am. Thanks for having me on today, guys. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, thanks for coming on. You've got a lot of stuff that you've been able to, that you've accomplished in this fight against the illegal mandates. Yeah, we've, we've had some wins. Uh, I think one of the better ones was here in my little neck of the woods in Orange County, California, about a half year ago. They were uh, trying to drop a digital vaccine passport program. Um, before those, you know, were in anywhere else in the country. And I don't know why they chose a county that has John Wayne's statue at the airport and is a bit of a conservative bastion. But my guess is they thought if they could ram it through here, they, you know, the rest of the, the state and the country would be a cakewalk, um, particularly places like San Francisco and L.A. But uh, we fought it down. You know, we weren't making a lot of headway with our little board of supervisors at the meetings, uh, despite hitting them square between the eyes. I, I like to think that um, I can verbally pack a pretty decent punch when I want to at those board meetings. And they weren't budging. And I finally looked around and said, you know, you got to recognize when you're not your own best mouthpiece. So I called up a Holocaust survivor after tracking down her phone number for the better part of a week uh, out in New York City. And I said, uh, you don't know me, but I have a question for you. Uh, what do you think about these digital vaccine passports? And she said, oh, uh, that is a Nazi program. That is exactly how Hitler started hunting my people down. And I said, you don't say, I happen to agree with you. Would you mind saying that again in a 30 second voiceover I could use to make a TV commercial? And she said, not at all. Call me back at 6 a.m. tomorrow. I'll give you a, a quick sound bite. And that woman, despite probably being close to 90, gave me three 30 second voiceovers, zero verbal crutches, zero stumbling. We laid it to video, called up CNN, MSNBC, and Fox, said how much voice to run this thing front and center once an hour prime time from five to midnight for a week in my county. They said just under a quarter million dollars. We said, here's a credit card, run it. And uh, boy, we got back to that meeting next week. Those boards of supervisors don't like to be called the Fourth Reich. That's what we discovered <laughs> well, <laughs> when and, they're having to go home. And, yeah, and so, so, they, they so that was a good win. We had some others. Yeah, so uh, they centered themselves on, they try to pick apart, they, did, they picked apart Bobby Kennedy, by the way, in his speech at the, at the, uh, um, in Washington, D.C., um, and attacked his wife. So he couldn't attack him, so they started attacking his wife. I don't know if you saw a little bit on that. But uh, I thought that was, you know, his, his comments I thought were right on. And, and I have some, I have heritage that is, I'm, my, my family is partially Jewish, so it, it didn't bother me what he said, but it obviously it bothered this really sensitive part that wants to manipulate, uh, I think, the masses. But I thought he was right on. Yeah, well, as somebody like you who's, um, you know, I'm Eastern European descent, uh, Roman gypsy, my family fled Eastern Europe. Um, I think uh, I have a right to talk about the Holocaust, but I also think people who are not from that part of the country in the world have a part to talk about the Holocaust. In my book, the only sin in referencing the Holocaust is in failing to do so and ending up in a second one, which is right where we're headed. In my particular state, our governor changed 400 laws in the first six months of the alleged pandemic. And uh, you know, I make analogies all the time to, to Newsom being much like Hitler. And people say, oh, that's not fair. And I'm like, 
Yeah, I guess you're right, because it took Hitler six years to change 400 laws to usher in his little ulterior agenda. And my governor did it in the first six months. So the only difference between the two is mine is, you know, 12 times faster by the numbers. And by the way, to say it's not apples to apples and it's apples to oranges and he hasn't killed anybody is a little bit of a false uh, parallel because we're at the beginning stage. Call me back in 10 years. And oh, by the way, when you put highly contagious COVID positive patients in a nursing home, there's little old men with you know, no immune systems are going to get, you know, COVID and then die. I think that is a genocidal move. And I think there's a number of governors who should be trying, being tried for, for murder too, based on what they did. But, you know, I can say it and uh, I don't make apologies for saying it. Well, and you shouldn't. And, and I, and I'll tell yeah, you, we, we've, we've had should. this, we've had this conversation. I, I tell everyone I'm from the South side of heaven and then I want to hold people accountable for just their bad behavior across the board. And, and they've, They've just kind of collectively used the pandemic as a tool or a weapon against the American people. And, and, and frankly, I, I should probably rephrase that against the people across the entire world um, as they, they look to manipulate and scare and intimidate people that don't fall in line with, um, with their agenda. You know, the, the biggest part about, about all of this is that they stripped us of these just normal things like ivermectin that's been on the, that's, that's been on the shelves and used since, uh, you know, I think it's been approved since 1989 or 84, excuse me. Um, and, and yet they, they went on this campaign in the media calling it horse paste, which is absolutely fundamentally false, right? But, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in the United States died as a result of not getting access to that. And it has nearly zero side effects. Nobody dies from taking ivermectin. And yet they stop right. people from taking it. Right. Well, and, and that's what people do in totalitarian takeovers at the beginning of genocides. They use a false flag event. They stoke fear. They say they're separating classes of people for their own good. Uh, they start restricting travel. They start making you show papers. And then you end up in little uh, quarantine areas for your own safety, as they're doing in Australia right now. And uh, once you allow that to happen, you've got one foot in the grave. It's, it's, it's a real problem. Uh, but, you know, the, the things that are making me a little hopeful is I think Open Table or whatever that reservation system is for restaurants. Oh, yeah. I came out this week. Did you see that? See, the, <laughs> The New York and San Francisco numbers are down 68%. And I'm like, well, that's what happens when you turn those cities into a Warsaw ghetto. And, and by the way, those numbers make you wonder if the, if the country is really as vaccinated as mainstream media has been saying, because uh, if we're as vaccinated, especially in those areas, as they say, then how come almost 70% of the people are not going to restaurants anymore? <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, and it's not because they're, they, you know, it, 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 frankly, I was in Washington, D.C. last week and... Me too. They have wow. the new. They have the new. Uh, um, the the new. Uh, you have to have a, your vaccine card. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you what I did, and I don't. I don't even care if they say I break the law. I broke the law. I called my buddy because I was having some business meetings, and uh, I said, "Hey, listen, I need you to make me a vaccine passport, <laughs> vaccine uh, card, right? Because <laughs> I had to have a meeting. I had to have this meeting, and I'm not vaccinated, and I'm I'm not going to get vaccinated." And uh, that's not the worst part of the story. The worst part of the story is when I walked in, I sat down, and they checked my passport and ID to make sure it matched up. It, I, they're like, yep, no problem. I went and sat down. I sat down with four other people, and they, they all looked at me as like, I cannot believe we all got in and sat down. All four of us had fake passports. <laughs> had fake passports. And we saw 20 people walk in and walk out and walk in and walk out. Because they were, they were like, yeah, I don't have, no, no, I'm not showing you a passport. Some just said no, no. I mean, there were people that were vaccinated that said, I'm not showing you anything. I'm not showing you my papers and left. But, you know, we, we just sat down. But I thought I was meeting with guys that were, I mean, these are guys that are, you know, big business guys. I thought for sure that they got vaccinated. They're going to follow the rules. They all, they all looked at me and I was like, well, I guess that fake passport worked. I was just kidding. And they all kind of were like, well, yeah, my fake passport worked too. My fake passport. <laughs> so all four of us had fake passports. So it just shows you that there is this movement that's happening that the government can't ignore. Um, but they're trying to. Well, and, and this is how it goes every time they do these programs throughout history. You know, you do something that's totalitarian and uh, you end up with an underground movement of people who uh, desire to not be, you know, tracked and traced like freaking dogs on a leash. So. Um, I, I, even if I were vaccinated, I would refuse on principle to show my papers. It's just, it's anti-American, it's anti-freedom, and it's anti, you know, anybody who wasn't asleep through their freaking World War II history classes should know better. You know, this is the worst of Rosa Parks, 
separate is not equal kind of thing meets 1984 George Orwell meets Nazi Germany. Uh, and we're doing it all in one fell swoop. So I think people have a right to stand for freedom and, and God bless the ones who are vaccinated and unvaccinated for standing for freedom and saying we're not going to do this. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I did go back and forth. I went back and forth to say, all right, we got to move the meeting because nobody knew. Nobody knew about this show your thing because it just came in a couple of days before. And uh, so I went back and forth and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I was like, well, I do have to be in this meeting. I mean, I have a shareholder responsibility to be in this meeting. So, uh, you know, but luckily enough, uh, we were all in the same boat and we all would have gone somewhere else. We all said to ourselves, we just could, you know, pop the river, go over to Virginia. Um, but we stayed, had a cocktail. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see the economic fallout <clears throat> when you got these counties like LA and Orange County, or DC and Virginia side by side. You know, they're they're bankrupting uh, really the businesses, and uh, and it's unfortunate. But by the same token, the businesses should be standing up like In and Out Burger did. Who would have had their money on In and Out Burger as you know being at the leader of the forefront for the freedom fight? You know, but. Uh, I just, I, I think, you know, fundamentally, we're not North Korea yet. We're a capitalist society, and uh, people vote with their feet a lot, and or you end up with, you know, fake cards floating around. Um, but all of it, one way or the other, is undermining what the government is seeking to do, which is force vaccinations by, you know, hook or by crook. And uh, you just can't move the immovable middle, and a lot of the people who got vaccinated are never going to get vaccinated again based on the numbers we're seeing, and that's why I was in D.C., a couple days ago, we were uh, blowing the whistle on some high-ranking uh, U.S. military doctors who, who were whistleblowers. Uh, Tom Renz and I were sort of representing them and encapsulating their data uh, because Senator Ron Johnson was kind enough to invite us to his little roundtable hearing he was having in the Senate building there. And I, I mean, you look at these numbers, Joe, and it's just staggering. I, I mean, just stratospheric orders of magnitude of harm that are almost inconceivable. So, so here I'm going to, before we have a video that we took from your website and there's a couple, there's so many things that I want to pack into this um, because you've done so many great things. You had a nationwide walkout. Um, you're, you're representing people that are, that are vaccine injured, rush running people that don't want to be uh, subject to the mandates. You're, 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 you're on the tip of the spear that goes to constitutional integrity, right? But there is a video that was on your site. I'd like to play that if I can, small clip from uh, Ron Johnson's uh, deal. So let's go ahead and play that really quick and then I'll get your thoughts on this. I got contacted by attorney Tom Renz over the weekend who represents some whistleblowers within the Department of Defense. So these are whistleblowers that have been extracting data out of the Defense Department database. They have noticed a very alarming increase in instances of certain conditions compared to a five-year average. They also have evidence that with myocarditis, the data has been doctored already. I'm the one dealing with the medical boards. I'm the one watching the witch hunts. I'm the one fighting them off, and I'm the one telling them where to go. I'm going to keep doing that. 9-28-2021, Project Salus weekly report. Project Salus is a defense, defense department initiative where they report and contract, uh, they take all this data that doesn't exist, supposedly, and they give it to the CDC. They're watching these vaccines. On that date, and around that date, I have numerous instances where Fauci and that entire crew were saying, it's a crisis of unvaxxed, it's 99% unvaxxed in the hospital. In Project Salus, in the weekly report, the DOD document says specifically, 71% of new cases are in the fully vaxxed and 60% of hospitalizations are in the fully vaxxed. This is corruption at the highest level. We need investigations. The Secretary of Defense needs investigated. The CDC needs to be investigated. You combine that with the fact that there's at least suspicions that the Defense Department is doctoring with the data. I would contend, Senator, that there's not just a suspicion. In August, when the report was run on acute myocarditis in the DOD website, there were 1,239 cases, and now when you run it, it's down to 307. In January of 2022, there were 176 cases, and magically, they are now down to 17. There is a word for that. It's not suspicious. We have in the military the single best data set we 
that exists because we have baselines in there. And acute disease across all categories in the preceding years, five years leading up to the vaccination year was 1.7 million. They introduced and mandated a COVID-19 vaccine for our US military when they had only lost 12 service members total to the disease. And in the 10 months of 2021 after that, it jumped from 1.7 million all diseases to darn near 22 million. That was a 20 million increase. We need to not be calling this suspicious. With all due respect, we need to be asking hard questions of the DOD. And I will close by saying they are charged, at least in part, with protecting the sanctity and welfare of the brave men and women who are defending this country. And right now, these numbers indicate something is drastically wrong. And I know of only one reason that databases roll math backward. So who are you? Identify yourself. So sorry. My name is Lee Dundas. I'm a human rights attorney that's working with Tom Rents on the whistleblower issue in the military. I would ask that Congress listen to these whistleblowers, put their testimony on record. These are brave men and women of very high rank in the US military, because not just do we, Congress, in this building need to hear about it, the world needs to hear about what is going on. Well, I will listen to them. We will take their transcribed interviews. We will grab, gather their data. And again, I put the Defense Department on notice. They must preserve these records so we can investigate. And we thank, thank you. you. By, by, thank by the you. way, I, I just got to, I have to show you. This is what we get when I investigate. I mean, this isn't to do with this, but th this is after a couple of years trying to get information out of another agency, and we finally get the information, and it's all redacted. This, is, this is how the, 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 you know, the federal government, the agencies, comply with congressional oversight. We're glad, to, we're glad to share with you, Senator, because we have quite a bit of those that aren't blanked out. And we also want to tell you, listen, the side effects, the only one that they're recognizing, that's an outright lie. I've got the Pfizer documents. Pfizer said in their FOIA documents that they released, they said, we're looking for these side effects. The FDA said, we're looking for these documents. We've got their documents showing what they're looking for. They're not sharing it with the American people because they're covering this up. Corruption was the word of the day, and I think it needs to be reiterated. Whoa. I know of only one reason. I know of only one reason that you roll back databases. Lee, what is that one reason you roll back databases? Well, they don't magically roll backward. I mean, these databases oh. track real-time incidents of disease and injury in the United States Armed Forces. And so when you have 1,200 cases of acute myocarditis, and then, you know, a half year later, suddenly the database is down by 70% or 90%, uh, you got to ask yourself the question, is the data being evaporated or disappeared or scrubbed? And it doesn't just happen magically. I mean, computers do what we tell them to do, right? So I, I want to, there, there's so much to pack into that. You have Tom, which by the way, is an amazing, he's an amazing man. He just doesn't, he is, he is fearless. And both of you together, <laughs> I, I was, I was ready for the fireworks to start. <laughs> I have a really hard question for you. Why are people not in jail yet? Well, how is it that uh, we get yes. all the way down this pathway and there's not one brave person that is literally walking over going, you're under arrest? Well, I have the same question. Uh, you know, I'm looking around and, and the people who put people in jail are attorneys. They're, they're specifically named prosecutors, either federal or state prosecutors. And a lot of these actions that have been taken are murder too. Reckless indifference to human life, taking an action that maybe you don't intend is going to kill someone, but you should know better because, you know, you've been uh, convicted of three DUIs and you're driving after drinking a bottle of vodka and you accidentally hop the curb and mow down a three-year-old. Uh, you didn't need to intend to kill that three-year-old that morning, but you're going to hang for murder too anyway. Why are DAs not arresting the people who are forcing these vaccine and, and mask mandates when little kids are dying, you know, from hypoxic conditions or, you know, the vaccination is killing them? Is it, it's a very good question, but the answer is we've had a complete total failure of every single branch of government executive, legislative, and judicial in many cases, in, in all of the blue states and, and countries or counties rather. And uh, when you have a complete breakdown of government, this is what you get. Uh, it's not right, it's not moral, and we shouldn't stand for it. Uh, but the answer is that we the people have the ability to change this. You need to get the data known. It's why I'm grateful to platforms like this. I mean, when you have all disease in the military for the five-year preceding average being 
one point, whatever it was, 7 million, 1.7, 2018, 1.7, 2019, even in the year 2020, COVID, 1.7 million. And then you introduce the vaccine and in the first 10 months, it goes to 22 million, almost 20 million increase, a 1,135% increase when you have anxiety that's 37,000 a year, 37,000 a year, 37, and now it's almost a million. And you may say, oh, well, anxiety is no big deal. Yeah, for you and me, Joe, you got your finger on the trigger and you got, you know, Osama bin Laden in your sights because you're part of SEAL Team 6. That is a potentially fatal condition that you're suffering yeah. with you've got anxiety. You're, we've, got, we've got U.S. servicemen in helicopters who are so cognitively disoriented from the vaccine, they're reaching up and turning the rotors off mid-flight. That did happen, by the way. That happened in Virginia right, right as they were taking off. He, he reversed the order of the – it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is a danger not just to the U.S. men and women in, in our military, but the civilian population can't be much different. Um, and, and this vaccination is anything but safe and effective. It is completely harmful. And the numbers coming out of the darn DOD database are, are proving it. So we're asking for a congressional inquiry. And uh, I believe the narrative is starting to unravel. I, I'm hoping that we're going to see a sea change with actual prosecution starting to occur because God only knows, as you mentioned, my friend, there's certainly more than warrant. Well, you know, the, I'm, I don't know how, much, how long do I have you. How long do I have you for, Lee? Do, do I have you for? Uh, probably about another three or four minutes, I believe. Let me check my calendar. I think it's till 8.30. But I wanted to give a quick shout out to that convoy that's going on The in convoy well. that you're, you're helping with as well. I mean, there's so much that I want to pack into this. but and, and I'll continue to talk about it and take people through your website and show them videos and, and things like that. But, uh, yeah, give a shout out to the, Go ahead and give us a, some update on the convoy. Well, I don't know why Biden and Trudeau are continuing to to play a game of chicken with the blue collar boys because we kicked their butt pretty soundly back in November. You know, mainstream media blacked it out. We did a nationwide walkout. That was on the back of the blue collar boys. Uh, we had 90% outages in a lot of the train yards on my side of the Mississippi. That's the Union Pacific Territory over here. Uh, you may think in a first world country that the skies open up every night and products drop onto the Target and Walmart shelves. That's not the way it works. They come through container ships, and then they come through rail freight containers, and then they come through trucking containers. And when the freight trains aren't moving from my side of the Mississippi to Malibu, uh, that causes a little hiccup in the supply chain. So exactly like clockwork, three weeks after the boys in the train yards weren't there, although you didn't hear about it, and a lot of the other blue-collar boys weren't there, Federal Trade Commission ordered Walmart, Kroger, Tyson, Heinz, Kraft, and a host of others to pony up data on why their shelves were bare and their prices are through the roof. And I looked at that and I thought, you need to look in your own damn backyard, FTC. The reason for that is, again, our leader played a game of chicken with the blue collar boys and they kicked his proverbial arse on that. But here we go again. Two weeks ago, Trudeau up in Canada and then Biden a week later said, we're going to close down the border to unvaccinated truckers. I don't know if Trudeau's looking to starve his country in the middle of their deep freeze winter, but that's exactly what's going to happen because most of the trucking goes from our country into their country, providing things like, you know, lettuce and food and whatnot. But uh, the, the blue collar boys were pissed. The truckers called us up. They called me and they said, we're going to do a little convoy. We're going to come from the east and the west to send on Ottawa. There are now 11 convoys as of yesterday morning. The longest one was 150 kilometers long. That is 93 miles long, almost 100 miles long. Uh, they are officially now longer, not just than the longest convoy ever. They've broken the Guinness Book of World Records. They are now bigger than the Canadian military. They are also starting to roll with their own fuel tanker trucks because yesterday the Royal Canadian Police decided to, you know, double down and do a shot across the bow, blocked them in Manitoba from refeeding and refueling. And I'm like, really? Have you not realized how gas gets to the gas stations? That's also on the backs of the truckers. So the truckers are like, screw that. We're going to become independent. They invited fuel, fuel tanker trucks to their convoy. So now they're just refueling on the fly. Yes. You're going to have close to a million trucks, or sorry, a, a hundred thousand trucks, a million people in Ottawa. They're blockading Parliament in this Saturday, January 29th. The U.S. truckers are sending about 62,000 trucks to three border crossings, including Salt St. Marie, Michigan, Holton, Maine, Sweetgrass, Montana. Be there or be square. You don't need a Mack truck to your name. Get in your darn Volvo if you're a soccer, a soccer mom like me. Go out to these border crossings, support our Canadian brothers and sisters. We're just going to ra ra rally and rendezvous there at the border on our side in a show of support this weekend. And they're going to blockade in 
Trudeau in his own little parliament. They've already got him on the run. He left for vacation because he's scared of the truckers. And I got news for you. I was on the ground during the Thailand coup in 2014. And when the farmers got on their farm equipment and ran a blockade and encircled Bangkok International Airport, it was game over. These are big pieces of equipment. They're the biggest pieces of equipment outside the military. And right now they're bigger than the military. You don't want to play a game of chicken like that because I don't think it's going to end well for the government right about now. No, I think you're absolutely right. And just watching them and praying for them, may also praying for them and making sure that they, they, they stay safe. I thought it was interesting uh, that Trudeau called them a fringe minority. It, it doesn't sound like a fringe minority being uh, 150 kilometers long. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe that's right, but uh, I'm not feeling it. I think that I think the fringe is the the radical. Uh, I'm going to call them what they are: radical leftists that are that are uh, basically have, have infected our government, infected every government for that matter. This is something they probably planned um, decades ago. You, you know, there's a couple things I want to say. One, we have this organization, FEC United. I started it last year in uh, mid, actually not last year, mid 2020. We have over 300,000 members. Um, we, we have this, I was a tech CEO, so we're building a platform to allow all influencers to basically tell us about these things. Uh, unfortunately, I, I have to follow a lot of things, so I didn't know about the, the November um, walkout. Had I known about the November walkout, I would have put it out to 300,000 people who would have put it out to another three or four million people, and we would have seen this kind of rippling effect. So I really do want to make sure that we're able to bypass the mainstream media who is silencing us in a long way. And, and by the way, the, the, the breakdown of, of the constructs of social media and the fact there's so many different outlets also hurts us because it's difficult to, to plug into all of those different things. Um, so so we're, we have this centralized thing that we're building out and a bunch of other things in the tech world that we're building out. But I, I certainly want to stand next to you. Your assistant, um, I think she travels with you. She's a nurse. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Brittany. Yeah. One of my so helpers. Yeah. She, she's amazing. She talks very highly of you. And um, she lives here in Colorado. I got to meet her family. Um, but, uh, yeah, you, you, you do surround yourself with good people. But I want to be able to help you. So I want to make sure that if you have – if you need anything from me as far as getting a message out, we'll get a message out. we got about a million and a half people that follow us on here and in this deal. Awesome. So whatever we have to do in order to stand and, and become, you know, servant leadership and giving you as much as we can, we certainly will do that. And we certainly will continue. I will, to. I will definitely keep you in the loop now that I know about your tech platform and what you're up to behind the scenes there. Uh, if you like, I would love, you know, people don't understand the power that we have. The nationwide walkout was a screaming success. We got our first federal court victory on Friday after a massive walkout. There were millions that walked out. We had telecom, we had aerospace defense, we had nuclear, we had courts, people in courts walking out. Um, but there's a, about a four minute recap and it's got some awesome music and it is it is a stand up and holler kind of rocky kind of movie. Uh, if, it's also on my website. If your producer goes to freedomfighternation.org and clicks yeah, on the it. nationwide walkout, you can wrap my segment here with that little clip because it lets people know the power they hold. And uh, eventually the courts of, of law follow the courts of public opinion. This is another massive move we're doing this weekend with the Freedom Convoy. Australia has now joined our convoy, Canada, America. Uh, get out there, do your part. We the people have always had the power, but if you could just roll that video in closing since I got to jump to my next interview, that'd be lovely. And I will absolutely keep you guys uh, in the loop. And if people want to follow me, freedomfighternation.org is my new website. Thanks again, uh, Joe, hey, for having me this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Take this down for a second. We'll play that video. He'll clear it up. Hey, God bless you. Um, and uh, God bless all the work that you're doing um, and for being just a fearless warrior. I, uh, I'm, I'm honored to have you on the show and we'll have you on again for an update. And uh, uh, we'll see you again. And everyone say thank you to Lee. And Lee, we'll go ahead and roll this. We'll roll <laughs> this. Honor we is mine, my friend. Take care. Yeah, Love you guys. Appreciate right. the time. Bye. Let's play the video. Anti-vaccine mandate protests. You don't have freedom if you have the government mandating a jab and making your job contingent on it. Everybody who is anybody is supporting this from Bobby Kennedy to Simone Gold to General Flynn. Government has signed deals to buy two more experimental coronavirus vaccines. But it's still unclear whether any of them will actually work. We have been waiting for a checkmate move. The light of liberty and the light of freedom is too valuable to ever go out on our land. God bless America. 
happens within 48 hours last week of this little flyer being posted everywhere, guess what Biden did? He walked it back. The people who were here today were here for a single solitary reason, and that was to fight for freedom. People, you don't know how much power we have. We are Procter & Gamble. You don't know our names. You don't know our faces. But there are thousands of us. And we work to produce the brands and products you use every single day. You may not care about us being attacked. You may not even care if we're terminated. But know this. You'll start to care when our termination begins to affect you personally. OSHA is ordered to take no steps to implement or try to enforce this mandate. Today, this week, when the American workers started was a match that lit a fire around the world. Bobby Kennedy is in Europe right now. We've got Maori and New Zealand rising up this morning. Like, ha, 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 we will not take this. We will not take this. This is a violation of the Nuremberg Code. This is a violation of black letter federal law. And this is an atrocity against our children. And you will stand trial for crimes against humanity if you continue. So guys, listen. First of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go right into this. Uh, this show is is brought to you by and is sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, and, and uh, do you like to hike or spend time in the outdoors, health insurance won't always cover the cost of an American medical flight, emergency medical flight. But with Air Medicare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole family can be covered when you uh, in an air medical emergency. And if you, use the, if you go to Air Medicare Network slash daily and use the promo code daily, you'll receive up to a $50 uh, gift card when you sign up today. Um, and you can sign up at airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily with offer code daily. I, I've, I've often told you guys that I am a, I am a member. And you say, why would you do it? I signed up for the multi-year. And the reason why I did is because it's fire insurance. It covers my family. Obviously, I live a little bit on the edge, so it covers me. <laughs> it's just a matter of time before these guys come for me. So I'll just wait for it and Hopefully I'm not on the road, but if I am, <laughs> they'll fly me to a hospital. And you guys think that I'm being funny and that like, well, it's kind of morbid. No, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. But you know, again, that's why you have fire insurance. You only have fire insurance if you need it. So we we've got a lot of other stuff that I want to go over related to what's happening with the truckers, uh, Mr. Producer. We have a video of Trudeau calling calling them we don't have a video we do have a video or we don't have a video not of trudeau uh i can i can probably find one yep. um we have a video of the uh it's a short clip uh of some of the a part of the trucker rally just from the last few well, days do you have one of trudeau's response calling them it's max mcguire put it up inside of the thing under uh cd comms max has put the video up it's from rebel news of his response calling a fringe minority you go up to 905 today you'll see that so we're going to be able to play his response Here's the problem that we have in our country. We still have people that are watching the media. We have people that, frankly, are dumber than rocks. Um, and those people watch CNN, and then they parrot that, that narrative. And so when they hear something that's outside that narrative, it's not that they don't believe you. They just don't want to believe you. So, Mr. Producer, go ahead and roll this video of Trudeau being in total ass. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. You know what? Fork that guy. I want to punch that guy flat in the face. That's an MTP. MTP? Milk toast. Oh, yes, he is an MTP. He is definitely an MTP. But here's a guy that calls him fringe, doesn't represent the interest. That, that, that idea does not represent their interest. You know, Ivan came on the show a couple of days ago and talked about the connection between all the people and the fact that we have husbands and wives that are running in different circles and, and keeping track of things inside of the government and how they all work together. And you'd say, that's, that's a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy. 
And these are people that are trying to destroy. And yesterday we talked about the fact that we had we had secret lists that they were keeping on good American people that work for the government who do not, who are not vaccinated. For what reason? For what reason? Guys, listen, if you're not evil, you don't understand how evil acts. If you've never had a, an opportunity to come face to face with evil in such a way that, by the way, evil seems to be cowards. They, they stab you in the back. They do things around you. You ever been in a workplace and all of a sudden you hear the story about yourself and you find out it came from this person and they, they just wanted to say bad things about you and start this rumor about you? That's evil. That's, that, that is evil. That is someone trying to hurt you but doesn't have the, the guts to come and stand in front of you and do it themselves. That is what we're facing in our country, is we're facing an entire government filled with that. I asked Lee the simple question. I said, Lee, why is it that we don't have any DAs and we don't have anybody in the judiciary that's willing to hold these people accountable and arrest them? And she's like, I have no idea. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I have to go back and I have to ask myself fundamental questions. Am I, am I fooling myself? Like, is this just not real? Is, is what I'm seeing not, not the reality of what's really happening? But the further I get down this pathway and I look at everything and I validate it and I go, okay, let's validate it from the other side. Uh, case in point, I asked Draza Smith, who was on here with Jeff O'Donnell, I asked her simple questions as it relates to um, uh, the uh, information that she was doing on different states. Now, for those of you that don't know, she is, she is actually working with a group of people to do investigations into the uh, – the vote counts, the ballot counts in multiple states across the country. And she is plotting that out based on time series data. Look, you could say whatever you want, but things over time do not react the same way. They don't react the same way. They don't have one to one or 1.5 to one or two to one and follow the same curvature over time in different states. People don't call each other up and go, hello, I got 6 million people here. Uh, uh, 3 million, uh, you guys have to show up at 9 a.m. in the morning, and the other 3 million, you guys show up at 9.02. One of you votes for Trump, the other one votes for Biden. We're going to have a 50-50 split. All right, break. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. But even in the information that I'm getting from Draza, I always go back and I'm like, okay, can you do me a favor? Can you do me a favor? Can you go back and graph over time the ratios that you're talking about by removing certain tabulators so that we can actually see the tabulations running independently? Now, now I'll tell you why I did that. Because the control is, if collectively you make it look some way, if I take that control out and I start running them independently, can I get to a place where I show the same sort of curvature, the same sort of algorithms being used in the system? The second thing I asked her to do is... Can you share your work? You know, we, you know, we call it long math. Can you share your work? Can you show me mathematically how you came to the conclusion of aligning the data based on time series, based on batches, you know, so that we could actually then use some sort of uh, control against it in different states to make sure that the data wasn't fooling us? Now, why would I do that? Now, if, I, if, the, if the data shows that there's an algorithm that's being used inside of, inside, inside of the machines, then why would I ask her to do those things? Why? Ask yourself why. Mr. Joe, why? Why would you do that? It makes no sense why you'd do that. Just follow it. That's it. Well, because my name's not Jovan Pulitzer, and I'm not a fraud, and I actually know how to do math. And I actually did build a company that's worth something that is a data company that aggregates data at a rate that 99.99% of the companies out there can't aggregate. One of the largest aggregators in the nation. I founded that company. I was the founder of that company and the CEO of that company. But because it, you have to use controls. You have to be able to test your work. You have to be able to prove your work. Otherwise, it's, it's, it's bullshit. I'll just call it what it is. And so... That's how I know as I start looking into the pandemic that it doesn't make sense. Guys, here's the way to win the argument in every way, shape, and form as it relates to the election machines. Why are they fighting us looking into and doing audits? They said it's about money. You blow billions of dollars all over the world. 
The American people have no confidence. They don't believe you. So why would you fight so hard to keep things away? Why would you hide the routers in Arizona? Why would you not try to look into the allegations, which are 100% true in Wisconsin? Why would you not give people ivermectin? Why would you build a media campaign that says that ivermectin is horse paste? It's not horse paste. And by the way, many of the drugs that are given to horses are now given to humans. You didn't know that. Science. And if, by the way, science is science, if science is science, and you have to trust in science, then show us the work. Show us the science. Don't say that it takes 55 years to release the data that the companies have on the, on the uh, vaccine. See, see, nothing that they say makes sense when you run it against a control. And for those of you listening, you radical leftists that are following me because you can't, you can't stand me, I'm glad you can't stand me. I know that logic doesn't make any sense to you. You're probably terrible at math. Math makes the world go round. You're probably total shit in math. Or you're just a Satan worshiper. Those are your two choices. But the reality of it is, is if you, if you check your work, nothing that the government is doing makes any sense. It does not follow logic. It does not follow any sort of standard. It doesn't follow the science. It doesn't follow math. And they want to act like we're stupid, that somehow it was President Trump standing on a stage that told us that the election was stolen, led us to a path to say, oh my gosh, the, the election was stolen. No. And by the way, why is nobody curious? Why on, January, why on November 5th did they say safest and fairest election in U.S. history? Why? Two days later. The ink wasn't dry. We didn't even know who the election was called for, and they're calling it the safest election in history. How is it that Bernie Sanders, back in October, told us what was going to happen in November? Is he clairvoyant? No. He's a part of it. Why is it that they tell us that this is a fringe group when he talks about scientists? How is it that, that, that what's his face? What's the guy's name? The, the, the piece of, tr Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. How is it that he can get up there and say, I didn't say something, and then we show you the receipts that he actually said it, and he worked with the media to publish hit pieces against renowned scientists, not from, you know, Baker Community College, from Stanford, from Harvard, from MIT. <laughs> this, is, this is absurd. This is absurd. Frankly, guys, listen. I get tired of telling you the things over and over and over again, but I keep doing it. You want to know why? Because truth must prevail. Common sense must be common. We've got to get back to, and they've, they've basically torn apart our community, and they've used systematically nonprofits in order to do it. And it's like the San Jose deal where they want to give money to a nonprofit and prop up another, another bully to beat on the American people. Lee says that we stand up and we, you saw the video for four and a half minutes. I mean, that was four and a half minutes of people that were standing in the street. And you know what they're saying? What do we do next? Put me in, coach. How many of you are doing that? I get on here every day and tell you to be an advocate for truth, to be an ambassador for truth, to spread that truth. You think it's because I want to see my face everywhere? It has nothing to do with that. I want to go back to be a CEO of a tech company. I'm really good at it. <laughs> I'm incredibly good at it. Sorry, there you go. There's my hubris. I'm really good at something, and I built something very special. I'm also good at selling guns, honestly. I'm a gun runner. I own gun stores. I'm good at those things. You want to know why? Because I work really hard at developing solutions, not, not servicing symptoms. And that's what they do, service symptoms to make you weaker as people, as they steal 52 cents on every dollar from you. I don't want you to be an ambassador for truth and share this because ah, we need more viewers. We got plenty. We got millions of people that watch our videos every day. I go out there and I talk to people on different podcasts and I always say the same thing. I always say the same thing. That courage is more infectious than fear. I talk about unity. I get attacked by both sides. I got people saying, oh, Joe, you're, you're not very Christian. Man, you have no idea. And it's always people behind keyboards that want to tell me 
what it is I can and cannot do. I had some piece of trash call me a coward. Uh, if, you can make, if you can make me out to be a coward, God bless you. I, I hope, I mean, I, I don't know what your limits are. I mean, there's me and there's a lion. <laughs> and I consider myself pretty much to be a lion. Matter of fact, uh, Jovan said, what did he say? He says, can anybody tell me what, what Mofasa means? Mofasa CEO? It means the lion that is the CEO. He said that, right? He, built, he put up the wrong Instagram page, by the way. <laughs> but it, it means that it's a nickname they gave me nearly 10 years ago in my company when I built it. They, they're like, Joe, you are, you are like a lion. And somebody said, Mufasa. And I was like, you guys realize that Mufasa died. <laughs> they go, yeah, but you're always at the front of the spear. You're always at the tip of the spear. And that's very true. I'm always at the tip of the spear. I'm not afraid to go first. I'm not. I'm not afraid to go first. Matter of fact, I think, I mean, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be, to be born in a time such as this. I think God brought me in here just as he brought you into here. He brought you into here. You don't even realize the power that you have and the things that you can accomplish and the things that you can actually influence. It's that one conversation you had with one person that spreads to 10 other people, that that 10 people takes to 100 people, that takes to 1,000 people, that takes to 10,000, that takes to a million people. That is how a movement is started, and you're all a part of it. But I would have just as happy been born in the, <laughs> I don't know, what, the 1700s? I would, have, I would have been a hell of a soldier. You would have crushed yeah. faces. I would have, I would have had trouble with you know stuffing the musket. I would have pissed me off. I'm like man, if someone would just you know create some bullets and some magazines, you probably would have <laughs> been a gun running, rope stretching, uh, you know, Mufasa back then too. Yeah, and I would have, I would have loved to go across the the country on horseback. I would have made a great cowboy. I would have. I absolutely would have. So. Uh, I have so there's another video of trucker convoy and an image of, for a, is it a GoFundMe though? I'm not putting up a GoFundMe. Is it a no, GoFundMe? no. So uh, I don't want to put up the GoFundMe. So uh, here, let me put up this real quick. Um, GoFundMe has stopped. Are you serious? The truckers from accessing 3.7 million dollars of uh, <laughs> of their funds, uh, claiming that they need to see how the money is going to be used. Um, so that's here, not their a, job. No, it's not their job. That's not, not their, their job. job. Uh, I mean, we've seen them, them do this consistently uh, for the last few years. GoFundMe is a trash is a trash platform and a trash company. They're trash. Do not use GoFundMe. If anybody has anything on GoFundMe, you go tell them. Listen, if you take it down and put it on Give Send Go, then I'll give to you. If you do that, I'll give to you. Otherwise, I'm not giving a dollar to to uh, GoFundMe. Not one dollar. Not one dollar. So there's also a, a video that just came out of Fauci recommending three-shot series for six-months-old to four-year-olds. Now, keep in mind, they have a 0% chance of dying from COVID. Mr. Producer, play this. and It has nothing to do with what we're talking about other than it has everything to do with our children and the reason why we're fighting. Go ahead and play this short clip. Vaccines, kids four and younger. Um, any updates on when we will hear from Pfizer <clears throat> on data? I think you talked about that coming in the next month or so. And if you could clarify if this will be for a two-dose or a three-dose vaccine, which is expected to be sufficient. And then on Paxlovid, um, do you think the rollout to patients is going well, or are there things the government could be doing to make it easier to obtain? Well, I'll answer the first question and then turf to Jeff to ask, answer the second question. With regard to the clinical trials that are being done in children from six months to 24 months and from 24 months through four years, as you probably know, the original data that was done was determined if the doses that were given to those children reached what we call non-inferiority with a more adult or adolescent population. And the original data that was put forth, it looked like the dose and the regimen for the children who were six months to 24 months worked well, but it turned out that the other dose, namely the other group from 24 months to four years did not yet reach the level of non-inferiority. So the studies are continued. It looks like it will be a three dose regimen. Wow. I don't think we can predict right, take this piece of when we down. will I'm see. I'm done talking to him. A three dose regimen, a three dose regimen. This is the guy that is the head. <laughs> this guy is the head of infectious diseases, basically, for the entire country. 
NIH. I mean, th- this is the guy who is now being becoming a mouthpiece for pharma companies. See, the problem with, with evil and greed is that they don't have any limits. They don't know, hey, just... So, so let's just say you had a tree, right? And if you take all the fruit off the tree, then all the tree will die. And so, and let's say that the apples are perfect on the tree, and you take down all the apples from the tree, and you're so greedy because you're like, I get one more dollar for that last apple. You take the last apple, and it kills the tree. That is what the radical left is. They strip us of everything. They take 52 cents on every dollar. They take more than you get to keep. You are a slave to them. I say it over and over and over again. They take it all from you. They can't just take a part of it. They can't just, you know, reach in like Guido and say, hey, listen, I'm going to take a vig from you. No, 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 no. They, they combined take 100% of an entire person, 104% of an entire person from your household. You want to know why you can't, that marriages don't last? Where is the time that you have to, to be connected to your spouse? Where is that? You don't have it. I'm going to quickly go through this because I, I want to, there's a couple, there's a couple things that I want to, that, that I want to talk through with you, but um, I, I told them that I'd talk about uh, bearded coffee again. Uh, Mr. Producer, put that up. Bearded uh, Man Coffee, beardedmancoffee.com. You can go there. These are Christian, conservative, hard-fighting people. These people are amazing. Now, I've been drinking their coffee for the last 45 days um, nonstop. I'm drinking coffee right now. I really do enjoy it. They have stuff that I like, which is co- uh, flavored coffee. God, coffee. Uh, flavored coffee. Um, there's not a coffee that I, that I got that I didn't like. They have a gunslinger coffee. Um, they have a chin strap. There, there are some things that come up. You can subscribe to their email list as well. But uh, go check out Bearded Man Coffee. Tell them that Joe sent you. We'll have some sort of special deal for you here in a minute. But just try it out, and we'll get you some sort of special discount as well in the future. But try the coffee first, okay? Um, BeardedManCoffee.com. Tell them I sent you. We're actually going to have the Bearded Man on the show, too. I think that'll be fun. Okay, so everyone keeps asking, what can we do? I just told Lee that I'd give her access to everyone that we have in FEC United. Uh, FEC United um, made a couple of um, changes so, we're, so we can grow faster across the country. One, we have a platform that we are, um, we'll have built that will accommodate millions of people on that platform um, that should be done by the end of March. It's, a, a, again, another tech innovation that we're, we're, we're doing a partnership in order to create. That'll be done by the end of March. Uh, and our next hire inside of FEC United is to hire attorneys. So we have... We are looking for an attorney that is somewhat retired, hopefully in the, the Colorado area so I can stay close to them, that is um, licensed in multiple states, that is not afraid to fight. We're also looking for a group of attorneys that can help write amicus briefs and help be, you know, uh, uh, form out our law and policy center. Again, I think it's important that we start doing more in order to help people in the community. Um, we also uh, launched the... Um, the, the, the part of FEC United that allows for businesses, kind of like the Chamber of Commerce, only it'll actually do something to stand together in the community. Um, and you can become a member there. It's anywhere between $300 a year all the way up to $1,500 a year. You know, you'll still have the social uh, events, so we won't be leaving any of the Amway or um, things, <laughs> the, the, you know, the multi-level people that like to show up and convince you that selling Amway works. God bless you if you sell Amway. I can't do it. Um, but uh, if, you, if you need to uh, get connected, you can get connected there. If you don't want to get connected with FEC United, it's really great. Find another organization because we're going to be connecting with them as well. Uh, but the things that we're doing right now is, is pretty uh, – um, it's, the, it's the work. It's the hard work that has to be done to get things across the finish line. Um, when, when, we, when we talk about uh, – um, y- you know, I, I, and I, and I want to say thank you. I know I'm fitting a lot in, but I'm the only one here today. Max isn't here. So I'll, I'll start out with this. You know, I want to thank the, you know, we were able to, uh, I put out a telegram. And in the telegram, I put uh, Eric Coomer had a, a GoFundMe, right? I was, it was equal opportunity. I put up Eric Coomer's GoFundMe uh, for, uh, for raising funds so that he can stop and squash truth. There's a couple things that you should know about Dominion voting machines. 
Number one, we've already proven the Dominion voting machines are fraudulent. We've already proven it. We've already proven that the guy that's at the head of that, that owns the adjudication process, named Eric Coomer, who said, F the USA, F Trump, and oh, by the way, um, I, I'm so glad that people in my company feel the same way I do, because if I didn't, then I should never work for them. So we've already proven the fact that they're a fraudulent company. Uh, we're just waiting for the rhinos and for the radical leftists to get kicked out or have you step up fast enough. But I put that up, and, and uh, there were some very generous people that gave, um, you know, obviously my, my legal fees are and such are nearly a half million dollars now. Um, but we, I want to thank those people that gave, I think, eleven dollars or $12,000 more. I did see that his grew by $10. That was pretty awesome. I mean, so somebody out there gave Eric Coomer $10. And I just want to say um, he's at $810, and he said that his legal fees are nearly, are going to be nearly a million dollars. You know, I, I hope they're a million dollars. I hope they are. I really do. And, it, and that's not the part that he's going to have to worry about. The part he's going to have to worry about is, is the countersuits and the fact that um, malicious intent and all the things that he did that uh, will help us uh, recover some of these legal fees. But, um, I, you know, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for standing next to me. Thank you for supporting me um, in this fight. Thank you for supporting Sidney Powell, too, and Eric Metexas and OAN. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in this deal that got dragged into it because of me. Um, the good news about that is that all of those people have been fighting tirelessly to bring more truth to our election system. Um, you have people like Mike Lindell. And I feel like this is a long infomercial, but, you know, go to Mike Lindell if you need pillows and um, use CD code, or excuse me, use code CD21. That's Charlie David 21. I know I'm selling you a bunch of stuff. I feel like, I feel like I'm on the what should we call it, network? I'm just fitting it all in. And if I, I'm talking about Mike Lindell in a different, uh, um, a different sense, um, but he has been a tireless leader, stood up through, throughout all of this, um, and frankly, he didn't have to. I mean, he got canceled from you know, all the big box stores, and then you canceled the big box stores, which is hurting them, and I, I just applaud you for that, but go to, go to MyPillow and support Mike Lindell. But there's a lot of efforts out there that are being done on the election fraud and, and Dominion can't run away from it. And I had a conversation with a county clerk and recorder a couple days ago and I said, why can't you just get rid of Dominion? And she looked at me and she goes, well, I can. And I was like, well, well why don't you? Why don't you just cancel the contract and just say, I'm not using these machines and just go find a different one. I mean, I, I don't want to use any machines, but if I had to use a machine, I would use clear ballot because ClearBallot uses 3% of the code that's used in the other machines and it's much more transparent. And they were, by the way, used originally for audits. Now, the only bad part about that is, is you got some, this joker that's running around from company to company um, because it's a very incestuous pool um, that, that is, frankly, probably works for the CIA. I don't know. I, I know the intelligence community knows the election was stolen. <laughs> um, but uh, why don't you just get rid of it? She's like, well, maybe I'll look into that and just get rid of it. I mean, that just solves the problem. If you just get rid of Dominion, get rid of ESNS, which uses similar code base, you get rid of Smartmatic, which use similar code base to uh, Dominion. They, they share in the, in the systems. Get rid of them. Just get rid of them. Go to hand count if you have to, but get rid of them. And then get rid of mail-in ballot. If it's not important enough for you to get off your ass and get out there and vote in person, then I don't know what to say for you. I mean, it's only the fate of your country. That's all. The fate of your children. Nah. We, why would you want to stand up for that? I don't know why you'd want to stand up for that and walk in and, you know, in essence, put your finger in ink and make sure that your vote is counted. I don't know why that would be important to you. Um, so, so that's, we're, we're out of time, Mr. Producer. I think we're out of time. We're out of time. So I got to talk on a little bit, but uh, we can get rid of Dominion. We can get rid of ESNS. We're going to start seeing more information. And the next hit that we take inside of Conservative Daily, is that we start calling all of the DAs everywhere, calling the sheriffs. We just, we just blow up their phones. We just lock down their phones all over the country, get millions of Americans to lock down those systems. And then what happens when we do that? I'm going to tell you what happens when you do that. They get pressure to know that the American people, the voice of the American people is that you don't want to see your elections get stolen. We're in 2022. We're running. The clock is running. And there's only a few ways to do this. I don't know if you saw what came out of Louisiana. If you didn't, there'll be some more information coming out of, out of Louisiana as far as what they've decided to do. Um, 
but they're canceling contracts. People all over the country are, are starting to cancel contracts. We just need to make that more of a thing. So we're out of time. If you like the podcast, please subscribe to us at Rumble on Rumble at Conservative Daily. Follow us at Conservative Daily on Telegram. You can follow me at Joe Oltman. You can follow Max at Max J. McGuire. Um, you can find us live at conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank Speech, and CloudHub. You can also find us in the audio version on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. Please subscribe and give us a five-star review. If you, if you like the episode, please share it with someone that needs to hear it. Um, as a reminder, we go, we go live every day at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time and 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, which is 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so if you want to be uh, connected on that and be reminded, you can text FREEDOM to 89517 and sign up for our text alert system. Use the link in our description as well to subscribe for our newsletter so you can get our fax blast so you don't miss any of the important projects we're working on, such as the membership deal, which I'm continually talking about because you'll have an opportunity to support us there. Um, that's it for uh, this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Remember, the fight is... Not one, but the only way we win is if we all stand together. God bless you.